The Cigar Dave Show podcast is presented by Diamond Crown. Sit back, relax, pour a drink, and light up a Diamond Crown as you begin the show with the general, Cigar Dave. This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. No doubt about it, I'm going to have to come clean today. I am pondering a run for public office, the governor of the state of Florida. I have skeletons in my closet. And with all the Russian hysteria going around, I believe that perhaps I should not hide my past, I should not hide anything which could possibly be attacked by the taxocrats. So therefore, today, I will make history. I am going to come clean about my Russian ties. You would expect nothing less of this alpha-in-chief, of your commanding general. We must be honest. We cannot hide. I have nothing to be ashamed of, but I am going to lay it all on the line right here, right now. Long Ash greetings and salutations, a Long Ash snappy salute, semper delictatio. Always pleasure, long live the alpha, make America great again, the global general, global alpha male in chief with nads of steel surrounded by a sheep. Uh, protective titanium from Humidor 1A slash Command Center Alpha in the Cigar City of Tampa. As always, follow me on social media. At Twitter, it is uh, my handle at Cigar Dave Show. Facebook and Instagram, Cigar Dave. Go to CigarDave.com, all the details there. As I mentioned, I need to set the record straight. I will do that right here, right now. Live, Live, local, local, late breaking. breaking. This is a Cigar Dave News Bulletin. But before I set the record straight, breaking news. Pictures of Senate Minority Leader Schmuck Schumer, taxocrat from New York, have emerged pictures of he... And the Russian operative in chief, Vladimir Putin, in New York City back in 2003, conducting very clandestine and very questionable submersive maneuvers. The picture was taken at the opening of a new Russian Luke Oil gas station in Manhattan. The Russians, the Soviets, clearly now have infiltrated Manhattan with their oil company, Luke Oil, by setting up a gas station. Now, you think it's just a gas station. 
I guarantee you there's listening devices in those in those gas pumps. There may be some sort of chemical in the gas pumps that when unsuspecting Americans pump that supposedly 87 or 92 octane unleaded fuel in their gas, there may be some sort of nanotechnology that the the Russians, the Soviets, the KGBs have implanted. So when you are in the car, they can listen just by you putting the Russian gas into your car. And what's even more disturbing is what Schmuck Schumer and Vladimir Putin were doing in this picture. It is beyond, beyond treasonous. The picture shows them enjoying a cup of coffee and Krispy Kreme donuts, or so they say. They're just regular Krispy Kreme crullers. I have a feeling there could be something clandestine in those donuts. I mean, after all, Vladimir Putin was with the KGB. Again, maybe he imparted some sort of listening device into that Krispy Kreme donut, so as Schmuck Schumer ate it, some sort of device stayed with him. They can monitor all his conversations. I'm just doing what the taxocrats, the Dems are doing. I'm bringing up these conspiracy theories. It must end. I mean, this could be, for all we know, a Russian conspiracy to addict Americans on sugar. A Russian plot using Krispy Kreme donuts to increase the obesity rates here in the United States. Everybody then becomes obese. Everybody drops dead. The Russians come in, take over the country, take over our natural resources, and there you have it. Schmuck Schumer complicit in this submersive operation. I'm just throwing it out there. I mean, I want to be as ludicrous and as ridiculous as the Democrats, that now all of a sudden everybody's an operative. If you're an ambassador, you're an operative. If you are a secretary in the president's cabinet, you're now an operative by that definition. Absurd. It's got to end. And when will the Republicans get balls of steel? They need to use the same balls of steel that are in this metal case that I have staying in front of me on my desk at all times to remind me that I am the global alpha with nads of steel. I don't need reminding. I know just by the way I walk around, just by my attitude, my attitude. Now, I did say that I wanted to come clean. I do have some skeletons in my past, and when I come back, I'm going to share them with you. I am considering, seriously, a run for governor of the state of Florida. Governor Rick Scott's term ends, I believe, in one year, maybe two years. He's done an outstanding job, know him personally. Excellent uh, governor, brought a business approach. Governor Scott is not the most gregarious and personable guy in front of the cameras. When you get him one-on-one or in small groups, he's uh, just very, very social, really explains what he's done. He's done a great job in Florida, but he doesn't get the message out. Don't worry. If I'm elected governor of the state of Florida, the message will always get out. But in the interest of honesty and transparency, when I come back, I want to clear some things up. I want to be honest. I do have skeletons in my closet, especially with the hysteria going on in Washington right now by the Democrats. I don't want any lingering questions. I will reveal those skeletons right around the corner. Stand by. 
Download the Cigar Dave mobile app for Android, Kindle, and iOS so you can listen to the general anytime, anywhere. The Cigar Dave mobile app is presented by Diamond Crown. Search Cigar Dave in the App Store today. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper, fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. As a cigar connoisseur, one of the pleasures that we derive is walking into our retailer's humidor and seeing the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Nine years ago, I had the idea that I wanted to share great cigars with the cigar lieutenants. So... The Officers Club was born. Every month, you will receive three fantastic premium cigars direct to your door, shipped in a very dapper Officers Club customized Ziploc cigar pouch. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. No long-term contracts. You can cancel whenever you want. You enjoy great cigars right to your door. Names like Perdomo, Diamond Crown, Brickhouse, San Latano, Rocky Patel, Torano, CAO, Avo, Camacho, Greycliff, and many more. Join the Officers Club today. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and for $22.95, you'll get the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. And the winner of the first Nobel Pleasure Prize for Outstanding Achievement in Advancing the Alpha Male Good Life is your General Cigar Dave. Unabashedly proud to be 100% USDA Alpha Male. Global Alpha Male in Chief, I do not apologize for having nads of steel, for having vast amounts of testosterone flowing through my bloodstream. I don't walk around town slouched over with my head between my tail with that look of being a wussified beta. Not going to do it. And as part of being an alpha, you must confront certain things head on. I said I had some skeletons in the closet. I'm considering a run for the gubernatorial job in the great state of Florida, the sunshine and cigar-friendly state of Florida. But with all the Russian hysteria going on, I believe that it is better that I come out with certain things now rather than later. Because I have had associations with some various items that are Russian. So I want to be very clear about it. I want to be honest about it. I don't want my taxocrat opponent. I mean, who knows? It could be the, the uh, mayor of Tampa, Bob Buckhorn, the current mayor. 
<laughs> I'd kick his ass. Wouldn't even be close. But I want to be in the spirit of openness, transparency. I'm going to be very, very clear about what I have done, how I have transgressed in this era of Russian operatives. So let me be very clear. There were times that I had associations with various Russians and Russian items. Sometimes I knew they were Russian. Sometimes I was not aware they were Russian. So let me go ahead and give you the list so there is no confusion, no misunderstanding. On my salad, I have had Russian dressing. I thought that when I ordered, it was Thousand Island, but subsequently it was told to me that it was actually Russian dressing, not Thousand Island. So that was inadvertent. However, I have ordered at times some turkey Rubens. I've had a few pastrami Rubens too, but mostly turkey Rubens. Haven't had one of those in a long time though. And on there, in addition to the pastrami or the turkey, in addition to the sauerkraut, in addition to the Swiss cheese, and yes, I have, I have also coverted with something Swiss too. But Swiss is neutral. I think we're okay on that. But I knowingly ordered Reuben sandwiches with Russian dressing. I am guilty as charged. Now, during various libationary tasting maneuvers over the last 22 years on the Cigar Dave show, I've had several libations that were of known association with things Russian. First, I sampled a white Russian. And on several occasions, I have also sampled, as well as last summer, I had an entire libation of Moscow Mule. But there's more. As Paul Harvey would say, page two. Recently, during alpha male pleasure maneuvers on the flight line here in the Cigar City of Tampa, Colonel Ange and Captain Paul and Mick the Brit and and uh, Captain Sai and Voice Talon Ed and uh, the entire crew, the tradition is they would have Bloody Marys in the morning. I took a sip of one of the Bloody Marys knowing there was Stolishnaya vodka, a Russian vodka within the Bloody Mary. And lastly, as I come clean on everything in my associations with things Russian, about uh, 10, 12 years ago, my recollection is very vague. What, well, hold on a second. Uh, Sergeant Steve, my producer, just uh, just got into my ear saying that I am under oath. So being that I am under oath right here, right now, let me be as clear as I can. I do not want to be accused of perjury during this process. I believe it may have been 
10 years ago, but it could have been as long as 15 years ago. I don't remember the setting. I do remember it was at some sort of party where they had various stations, various food tasting stations from different ethnic areas. Like they had an Italian station for pasta. And I remember they had Greek food. They had a Greek station. And they actually had a Russian station. Again, I don't remember. And I want to be very clear about this because I don't want to in any way, shape, or form be charged with perjury, perjuring in front of fellow alpha males, perjuring in front of the global audience. I don't recall the exact venue. I do recall it may have been 10 years ago, may have been 15 years ago, may have been less. It's somewhere, let's put, let's, let, let me, let me, so there's no perjury involved. Somewhere during the last 22 years while I have been the host and presenter of the Cigar Dave show. I'm not proud of this because, frankly, I don't have a taste for it. But I want to do taste the good life. So, therefore, at the Russian station, I sampled Russian caviar on a cracker with egg and with onion. So my known associations with various Russian products and Russian food Perhaps there were some Russian operatives. In fact, I met a, a few Russians a number of years ago that uh, were at one of the events that I did. They were originally from Russia. They are, I believe, American citizens, but I don't know. They could have been Russian operatives, for all I know. So, therefore, I am going under the, to be safe, to play it safe rather than sorry, I believe now that every Russian person that I have met at cigar functions, fellow Russian alphas, I am going under the belief that they very possibly could be Russian operatives. So if I have ever met any Russian operatives, if I'm asked the question, the answer is I may have met Russian operatives. They told me they were cigar connoisseurs. They told me they were alpha males. There were several beautiful Russian women that were doing tasting maneuvers for one of the spirits companies, and I had conversations with them. Actually, I ended up uh, hitting on one of them and taking one of them out. She was Russian, but for all I know, she could have been a Russian operative, could have been a Russian agent, but do not fear. No American secrets were divulged during horizontal pleasure maneuvers, and I want that very clear. Now, I don't recall her asking me anything if I knew any intel about American programs and any American intelligence activities, but... I assure you, in the heat of mo- in the moment and the heat of passion, I did not reveal anything about America, any classified information. But I do remember she had a very unique Russian technique, and I cannot get into it on this family-rated version of the Cigar Dave Show. However, if you see me in person, or if it is a podcast where it is uh, no holds bar unrestricted in our language and our content, I'll damn well tell you. It was incredibly pleasurable, and I will leave it at that. So now I feel as if my conscience is clear when I do, and if I do decide, and I'm seriously, this is not a joke, I am seriously considering a run for the gubernatorial job, the governorship of the state of Florida. There's one other Republican, I believe, that will run, Adam uh, Putnam, who is the agricultural commissioner. Nice guy, good guy, done a nice job. But I believe what America wants and what states want now, they want business people, alphas. They want people that are not 
part of the bureaucracy. They don't want professional politicians. Some of the other Democrat candidates, taxocrat candidates, they're all professional politicians. I am not. So I assure you I am 100% serious in this endeavor, in evaluating this, and I will let you know one way or the other. But I am now clean. My conscience is clear. I have released everything. I believe my FBI file, my CIA file, my NSA file will not find anything else to do with Russia, Russian foods, Russian products, or Russian dames. Well, maybe some Russian dames. And I will leave it at that. All right, lieutenants. I'm going to take a little sip of water right now. Because after that confessional, I my throat's a little parched. So I'm going to take some... Hmm, what brand is this? Ah, this is Zephyr Hills bottled water right here from Zephyr Hills, Florida. Just about uh, 20 miles, 25 miles north northeast of the cigar city of Tampa. No Zephyr Hills well. Mm. In fact, my favorite station up in Zephyr Hills for many years that I would listen to, WPAS, Total Radio 14. Now, the reason that I am sipping this water is because I'm parched. It's regular water. They get it from an aquifer right in Zephyr Hills, Florida. I think the cost on this, actually, if I amortize this, is about uh, 20, not even that, I think 16 cents a bottle. There is a new water. It is luxury water, premium water, from Norway, from the remote fjords of Norway. It is called Svalbard, and I'm looking at the packaging on this water. It's called Svalbard Polar Iceberg Water. Beautiful-looking packaging. Magnificent bottle. It is polar water. They go out. They wax the top of some icebergs. They then put it. They melt it. And they bottle it as Svalbard polar water. Hundred bucks a bottle. And they say it's extremely pure. No pollutants. No contaminants. A light taste. Their tagline. Their slogan. The taste of snow and air. Already being sold by London's luxury department store, Harrods. You can get it online. They can only produce 13,000 bottles at a time, but they're saying they are carbon-neutral certified. Oh, good, because I always look for a carbon-neutral water whenever I go to buy bottled water. And their icebergs are harvested sustainably. So now, go out, 100 bucks a bottle for water. Check out the all-new CigarDave.com. Get info on the cigars and libations the general enjoys during the show. Get recipes from the pooch pit and drink cocktails, too. You can listen to the show on our 24-7 stream or download the latest podcast to listen to anytime. Get it all at CigarDave.com. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. 
The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. With an unlimited and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy, it's time for National Cigar Litation Maneuvers. The February 2017 Officers Club selection is in my hot little hand. Beautiful Cigar Dave Officers Club pouch. I have to tell you, just looking at the pouch is very, very slick. Great graphics. Nice design by Major Tom out of the People's Republic of California, who has done many of our, much of our work over the last uh, 15 years or so. But the February 2017 selection is a Rocky Patel sampler. We have three magnificent cigars in this month's selection, or I should say last month's now that it's March. We have the Rocky Patel Decade 10th Anniversary, the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary, and the Rocky Patel... Royale. Well, it's a tough selection because all three are excellent cigars. They're all very nicely balanced, great taste, great construction. They're all square pressed. And in fact, two of these cigars made by Placencia Cigar down in Honduras and Nicaragua. In fact, we had Nestor Placencia Jr. on last week. Excellent interview. If you've not heard it, we've got it posted on a special page at CigarDave.com. Very, very fascinating. But I'm going to select the Rocky Patel Decade. I remember when this cigar came out. This was, without question, uh, came out to huge accolades. Just a very, very gorgeous-looking cigar. Nice, deep, dark wrapper. First thing is you look at this Sumatra wrapper and you say, man, the oiliness, the sheen on it, it is just outstanding. Nice, nice-looking Cigar. Now, the blend is proprietary, but they do use a Honduran blend of super secret fillers. Nice, complex cigar. Notes of espresso, dark chocolate, sweet spice, little pepper. Nice toasty notes. It's a nice medium, medium plus cigar. Very, very pleasant. It comes in one, two, three, four, five, seven different sizes. Actually, six sizes, but one also, the Toro comes in a two. But I have pulled out the Robusto. 
five inches in length with a 50 ring gauge. Just a gorgeous looking cigar. Feels great in my hand. Let me take it out of the cello. Mm, wonderful aroma. Again, just has a nice brick-like feel to it. Very impressive. The Rocky Patel Decade 10th Anniversary, part of the February 2017 Officers Club selection. My selection for Litation Today. Cigar-altering and highly sharpened leaf-exposing device. Self-sharpening, double-edged stainless steel guillotine, ready. Maximum BTU flame-throwing and heat-producing apparatus. Got my big jet flame grenade lighter from the Cigar Dave Research and Development Laboratories. You can hear that flame just shoots out about three inches. Big tank. I can adjust the fuel-air mixture. So if I go to higher altitudes than sea level, I can adjust that. Not a problem. That's what I will use today. Cigar, Cigar pre-lightation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two, one. Perfect cut, as always. Made a little bit of a mess while I was doing it, so let me just clean that up and put that in my big ashtray. Actually using a giant Rocky Patel ashtray that uh, Rocky was kind enough to give me when I visited down Rocky Patel HQ last fall, last uh, November, when we did our big primetime television Cigar Dave Tonight Live show from Burn by Rocky Patel Lounge in Naples. So I've just cut the end of this beautiful-looking Rocky Patel Decade 10th Anniversary, and I'm going to gently toast the foot of this cigar. Now, one thing I always say, whether it's libation, litation, delicacies, fornication, take your time. What's the rush? Why, why rush it? You got somewhere to go? If you do, then change your plans. Take your time. I'm to toasting the foot of this cigar. Wrapper first. Now I'm going to keep turning it. Now I'm going to toast the foot of this cigar, getting a nice amber glow. And now I shall puff and rotate slowly. And here comes the first few puffs, the first few tastes of absolute cigar ecstasy. Here we go. Mmm. Oh, yeah. Very nice. Blow mm. on the foot of this cigar. Needs just a little bit of a touch-up. Mm. Oh. Oh, yeah. Absolutely scrumptious. Heavenly. Wherever you are right now, I hope that you have a magnificent cigar in hand. I hope that you are relaxed because that is what the cigar and alpha male lifestyle is all about. We work hard, stress during the week, so let's unwind. Let's have a cigar. You don't need to wait for the weekend. It can be middle of the day, evening. It can be now during the Cigar Dave show. In fact, I like to think that hundreds of thousands, if not millions of alphas and cigar connoisseurs worldwide are joining me in litation right now. Whether you're inside, you're... You're outside, you're on the golf course, you're by the pool. You are in your man cave with your feet propped up. Even if you're outside in the garage or you're with others at a bar, cigar lounge, cigar retailer, light up, enjoy. Life is meant to be enjoyed. That's exactly what we are doing. And now I need something 
to accompany this magnificent Rocky Patel decade 10th anniversary, something that will be complimentary on the palate. Scotch, bourbon, and beer. Commence thirst-quenching libationary maneuvers. Well, this summer, I had the pleasure of spending some time up in Maine, in the Portland, Maine area, and one of the great boutique distilleries that I found, craft distilleries, was Maine Craft Distilling. I picked up the phone, I called chief distiller and founder Luke Davidson, told him who I was. He said, General, I know who you are. Come on over, would love to host you. And I spent a couple hours with him at his distillery. We sampled at their little bar, nothing fancy. They're moving into bigger quarters, nothing fancy, but the story, the spirits, absolutely fabulous off the charts. Luke Davidson, the founder of the Master Distiller, told me, he said, look, we are true farm to bottle. We try to get everything sourced from Maine. So therefore, their whiskey is not a bourbon whiskey. It is not a corn-based whiskey. It is a malt-style barley-based whiskey because he said barley grows in the state of Maine. And his first experiment with a whiskey, actually before it became a whiskey, was the neutral, they have a neutral grain spirit called Black Cap Barley Spirit. It's neutral, it's white. It's what goes in the barrel to become the 50 stone whiskey. And this 50 stone single malt whiskey is fabulous. What is the 50 stone signify it's a unit of measurement 50 stones of barley makes one barrel of whiskey they floor their malt uh, their main grown barley and they age it and they get a not overpowering whiskey but just a lovely looking almost caramel colored whiskey i'm going to open up this bottle and i'm going to gently pour it in my whiskey tasting snifter let me get the aroma oh boy you can definitely smell the barley it's a little bit young it's not a uh, overly mature type of whiskey but very pleasant not overpowering at all and i'll tell you this only comes out uh, twice a year but when it does you better grab it because it's not gonna last long let me say cheers take a sip mm. Mm-mm-mm. 90 proof, 45% alcohol by volume, absolutely luscious. This is a Highland-style whiskey, not peaty at all. Very, very pleasant. Take another sip. Very light. Some almost ni- a nice notes of mm, almost butterscotchy. Caramel, very pleasant. Again, not overpowering, very, very light. A beautiful whiskey. Two great selections for my cigar, the Rocky Patel Decade 10th Anniversary, and for my libation, the Main Craft Distilling 50 Stone Single Malt Highland Style Whiskey. When we come back, lieutenants, I will talk the Oscars, but not what you think I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about what Leonardo DiCaprio did, who he had brought in, and for what purpose And I will make a very important point in transition to how it affects the alpha male.
We will continue right around the corner. Get the latest cigars, hand-picked by the General, each month, delivered straight to your door. When you join the Cigar Dave Officers Club for just $22.95 a month, you'll receive three premium cigars in a customized Ziploc Cigar Dave pouch. To join, go to CigarDave.com. America is under attack. Basic freedoms, privileges, and acts that we would normally take for granted are disappearing each day, including the simple ability to enjoy a cigar. This is Glenn Loop, Executive Director of Cigar Rights of America, CRA. At a time when elected officials should be thinking about education, public safety, and creating jobs, they are actually thinking about smoking bans, new taxes, and regulations of historic proportions on premium cigars. The cigars that provide us with pleasure, relaxation, and fellowship are under attack. We have to stop it. That's why Cigar Rights of America was created, to work for a new political day for cigar enthusiasts across America, to roll back restrictive laws and defeat onerous taxes and regulations that impact everyone from your local cigar shop to your personal humidor. For the price of a few great cigars, be a part of this effort to protect your right to enjoy a cigar without excessive taxation and cumbersome legislation. Go to CigarRights.org. Let's tell the government we've had enough. Join now, CigarRights.org. The brand new Cigar Dave mobile app for both iPhone and Android devices is finally out. If you go right now, either to the iTunes store or the Google Play store, Search for Cigar Dave and download our brand new app. It allows you to listen to the show live on your mobile device. You can listen to all of our podcasts. The last 10 podcasts are always available. Cigar Dave Daily Briefings. Additionally, it gives you direct access within the app to our Twitter page, our Facebook page. We also have the ability for you to call the show during the show right from the app, as well as send me a text message and an email. We also put in a couple of bonus items. You can get a weather uh, uh, alert as well as an alarm clock. It is the brand-new Cigar Dave mobile app. You can listen to the Cigar Dave show anytime, any place, anywhere. Go right now to the iTunes Store or Google Play Store and download the brand-new Cigar Dave mobile app. You're nobody till somebody loves you. You're nobody till somebody cares. You may be king, you may possess the world and its gold. But gold won't bring you happiness when you're growing old. The world still is the same. You never change it. The great Dean Martin. As sure as the stars shine above, you're nobody till somebody loves you. So find yourself somebody to love. Here's to you, Pally. I take a sip of my 50 stone whiskey. Mm. The great Dean Martin. Let's keep this on in the background. And what a perfect transition to talk about what occurred in Hollywood during the Oscars. Now, when I think of Hollywood, you think of class. I think of the Rat Pack, Dean Martin. I think of 
Frank Sinatra, guys that were alphas, enjoyed life, serious, but enjoyed themselves. Now, when you think of stars, they were major stars. They were major stars. Now, when I think of Leonardo DiCaprio, not a major star to me. Not going to be one of the great stars, actors of all time. And I always get a kick out of Leonardo DiCaprio. Here's a guy who never went to college for science, physics, chemistry, meteorology, yet this clown is an expert. Everybody listens to him. He testifies in front of congressional panels at the United Nations, the useless nations, and everybody looks at him and says, oh, he must be an expert. How? Why? What has he done? Nothing. Nothing. He is BSing with the best. And this man who claims to be worried about the environment, the, the melting ice caps, the rising oceans, the climate change, carbon emissions, this is the first clown that takes private jets across the country, Sony's jets, it came out when their email was hacked, just for himself and his mother and someone else, for one meeting overnight going back and forth. Now, if he was so concerned about the environment, he could fly commercial. Delta, American, United, JetBlue. Any of those would be good options. But nope. Had to go private on his Gulfstream or on, on Sony's Gulfstream multiple times. Well, for the Oscars, and I'm not even going to get into the political nonsense because, frankly, the I didn't watch it. I couldn't give a damn, couldn't care one lick about overpriced, pampered, babied Hollywood stars and, 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 and clowns that want to politicize everything. I could care less what they have to say. Most of them have the intelligence of my left nut. Well, actually, I shouldn't say that. My love nuts are very intelligent. My nads of steel are very intelligent. All right, they don't have the intelligence of the, uh, uh, of the wood floor in which my, my studio, Humidor 1A Command Center Alpha, is laid with here. They don't, have the intel- they don't have the intelligence of a rat. But yet, everybody bows down to them like people care what they have to say. Who cares? Who cares? But I must say, I loved the embarrassing ending. It could not have happened to a nicer bunch of sons of bitches. Could not happen to a bigger bunch of prima donna wussified babies. Loved it. When I got up the next morning and heard, I immediately had to go online and watch it. Loved the ending. Fabulous. It was a Hollywood ending for those of us that believe in making America great again. It was excellent. Well, Leonardo DiCaprio had to look his finest for the Oscars. Big night. Leonardo DiCaprio must have his eyebrows properly trimmed for the occasion. So did Leonardo DiCaprio go to some Hollywood salon and get his brows waxed or trimmed or threaded for 10 bucks, 30 bucks, 50 bucks? Hey, Hollywood, maybe even 100 bucks? No. 
Leonardo DiCaprio, who is so concerned about the environment and carbon emissions and what we must do, had make our eyebrow artist to the stars. I've never heard that there was an eyebrow artist to the stars, a woman named Sharon Lee Hamilton. He had her flown from Sydney, Australia, mate, to Los Angeles People's Republic of California to trim his brows. Now, how much does she get for her eyebrow consultation and trimming? I pay, I, I pay 10 bucks, and I'm going to get into proper, proper alpha male grooming maneuvers, but I pay 10 bucks. Did he pay 10 bucks? Did he pay 50 bucks? Did he pay 100 bucks? No. The consultation, $200 just for the consultation and the trimming. Not mentioning what he paid her to fly across 7,500 miles across the Pacific Ocean. Again, Leonardo DiCaprio, big environmentalist, big carbon emissions guy, big climate change, big global warming. Our environment is literally melting before us. I remember he was at the U.N., with great drama. Again, he plays pretend. That's his job. He's a pretender. Even pretends to be somewhat intelligent and smart. I don't even know where he went to college. In fact, Sergeant Steve, do me a favor. Will you look that up while I'm pontificating? Find out where the lad was educated. But fly someone in 7,500 miles to have his eyebrows, a consultation and trim, 200 bucks. Guess what? In a pinch... Get one of those little scissors, little trimming scissors. You can just get a little brush or a little comb. Do it yourself. I've done it myself. But if you do go to Ms. Hamilton's salon down in Australia, for the 200 bucks, you also get a complimentary beverage, champagne, wine, or coffee. How wonderful. Now, I go to get my, my manicure. Let's discuss proper alpha male grooming here, gentlemen. And ladies, I know you're going to agree with what I have to say here. I believe in proper alpha male grooming. I get a weekly manicure. I get my nails buffed. I don't use the buffing cream, but I do have two coats of polish put on. I don't want to see somebody that's got their nails bitten down. It's not a good look. I like my cuticles cut. I like to look good. Now, I don't do petties. Many men do. That's fine. No problem at all. I just am not into petties. I don't want to sit there and waste my time. That's not a waste of time. I just, I just don't have the patience to do it. But manicure is very important. Now, this is very important, and I want to have a candid conversation with all of you alphas right now. Sergeant Steve, you have the information. I do. And where did the lad, the Hollywood legend, Leonardo DiCaprio, the climate genius, where did he get educated? Well, he dropped out of high school following his third year. He has since Excellent. gotten his GED. Excellent. He's got a GED, but never went to post uh, uh, any secondary education, doesn't have a college degree yet. He's an expert at environmental science, climate change, and, uh, and physiology, uh, physics and chemistry. Great. And again, who believes this BS? All these people that are too dumb to realize he's barely got a GED. Good for him, Mazel Tov. Well, let's go back to discussing proper grooming. Ladies, you're going to agree with me. Men, I'm going to have a come to Jesus moment with you, a straight shot. It is very unsightly, ladies, I know you're going to agree, when you see men with ear hairs growing unruly like a giant patch of grass coming out of the ears, outside the ears, within the ears, it is not attractive, it is not sexy. 
It is not sexy to see nasal hairs. Rex Tillerson, they were talking about him this week on the news, showing his testimony in front of Congress. They had close-ups. You could see the nasal hairs coming out. Not attractive. You must go to a salon, have your ear hair plucked, get your nose hairs plucked. It is imperative. Women want it. It is not attractive. It is not becoming of an alpha male to have ear hair and to have hair coming out of your nose. And also, do a little manscaping. The dames like it. You want everything nice and clean. Proper grooming technique. It's a subject we may not want to talk about, but lieutenants, believe me, you do this. Go to where you get your nails done. Get your ears plucked every week like I do. Get your nose hairs plucked. Get a manicure. Get your eyebrows trimmed. The dame in your life will thank you. Your success rate will dames will climb through the roof. Listen, I'm right. The Cigar Dave Show podcast is presented by Diamond Crown. Sit back, relax, pour a drink, and light up a Diamond Crown as you begin the show with the general. Cigar Dave. This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida. U.S.A. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave Well, clearly I struck a chord, especially with the dames, when I discuss proper alpha male grooming techniques, including having your ears plucked for ear hair, your nose, both externally and internally, as well as manscaping. I've just been flooded with emails from Dame saying, General, you are so right. There is nothing that irritates me more when I see men, when they've got ear hairs coming out, sprouting out of their ears like unmowed lawn. As America's and the globe's most meticulously groomed alpha male, your global alpha male in chief, I'm here to guide you. I'm here to set you on the proper path so that you look good, you look the part, and the dames guaranteed will take notice. They will absolutely, your success rate with dames will increase because they, they, I'm telling you what women look at. And as a man, as an alpha male that's properly groomed, I look at these things. When I see husbands that are out and their wives, I, I, I'm shocked at how their wives don't stop their husbands and say, wait a minute, come here. I need the tweezers. We're going to town. I don't get it. But do yourself a favor. You go to get a manicure. Most nail salons, you get your manicure, you get your pedicure, you ask, hey, do you do waxing? And if they do waxing, they will absolutely take care of plucking your ears. They will pluck your ears. Find someone good, tip her well. Tip her well. That's what I do. Go to Tiffany every week, and she does a magnificent job. Because the last thing you want to do is walk out of the house, go to some function, be, be photographed, and you can see these unruly 
hairs coming out of your ears and your nose. Rex Tillerson, the sex state, secretary of state. This week they were, and I can't remember what the story was, what the news item was, but they had close-ups of him testifying in pictures. And from the angle, I mean, you could see the nose hair sprouting underneath from his nostrils. Not attractive. Now, here's a guy that is a, or was a captain of industry, CEO of ExxonMobil, making 30, 40 million a year. You can't afford 10, 20 bucks to go and get your nose, get one of those little nose clipper things that you can buy for at the drugstore for 20 bucks. Male grooming is an essential part of being an alpha. Having nads of steel, being decisive, being polite, taking charge, being properly groomed. They are all essential elements. You cannot have one without the other. Alphas, listen to me. If you have never gotten groomed properly, do it. Do it. You will look better, you will feel better, and you will get noticed. Your wife, your spouse, your girlfriend, your harem, or even if you are out on the single scene trying to add to your harem, guarantee it will improve your success rate People, women notice these things, and I know because my female friends tell me, and also from what the emails I've just received, the dames notice. Welcome back. Hour number two of the Cigar Dave Show, the foremost authority on cigars, spirits, dice, dames, diversions, living the alpha male lifestyle. I welcome you back, as always, to Command Center Alpha Humidor 1A in the Cigar City. And don't forget, follow me on social media. I was on fire. I was on fire both on Twitter and Facebook. Normally, I just tweet, but this week, during the president's joint address to Congress, I used TweetDeck so that I could simultaneously, I simulcast on both Twitter and Facebook. Uh, and Instagram, too. There were times that I did Instagram. Thank you, Sergeant Steve, for reminding me. That is correct. I'm trying to spread the social media wealth so that if some, I know many of you are Facebookers, some of you are, are, are Twitter users, I gravitate more towards Twitter, but I'm trying in the spirit of equal time. I'm trying to use all social media platforms. So follow me, Twitter at Cigar Dave Show, Facebook and Instagram, Cigar Dave. Go to CigarDave.com. And also, if you haven't downloaded the Cigar Dave mobile app, if you're listening to us on one of our terrestrial radio stations across the country, or you're listening online at CigarDave.com, download the, download the mobile app for iPhone and Android. Listen to us anytime, anyplace, anywhere around the world. You never know when we're going to do a live podcast, an unexpected podcast, or a video uh, video show, video podcast. You just never know. So download the mobile apps. Guarantee that you will like them. Let's talk about the joint address to Congress that took place Tuesday evening. Did you notice anything different about President Donald J. Trump? Did you notice anything different about him? Any guesses? Now, your first inclination is, well, he was probably a little softer in his tone. Uh, yeah, but I'm talking about something physically. Did you notice anything different? I'll give you the hint. No, I'll not give you the hint. I'll tell you. For the very first time I can recall, President Donald J. Trump buttoned his suit coat for the first time, if you notice, whenever he was on the campaign trail, on interviews, even when he took the oath of office, 
he always had his sport jacket, his sport coat, unbuttoned. Now, when I'm out wearing my sport coat, always buttoned. Always. Has a look of distinction. It, it just completes the look. Donald Trump would always have the sport coat open on his suit coat. Long tie, but he didn't. And I have to tell you, I must say, that he looked excellent. He looked far better. He looked more... Yeah, he almost looked like his haberdasher had a had a conversation with him. His suit looked very tailored. Uh, the tie, I would have liked a little more color. But one thing that he did start to do when he was inaugurated, for the first two, three days, he wore a pocket square in his suit coat, and he got away from it. Ronald Reagan always wore a pocket square. Jimmy Carter never did. George W. Bush. George Bush didn't. Barack Obama didn't. Um, Bill Clinton didn't. Ronald Reagan did. And I, I felt that when President Trump, for the very first day or two he was in the Oval Office it's, or in the White House, it's almost like he, was, he wanted to signify that he was following in the tradition of Ronald Reagan. And it was a very nice look. Ronald Reagan dressed impeccably well. Always wore a sport coat in the Oval Office. Never would put his feet up. Never would enter the Oval Office without a sport coat. He had that much respect for the office. So President Trump looked very tailored. Sport coat was buttoned. Still should have had the pocket square. He had the exact right tone, solid delivery. I thought the Dems, that number one, didn't shake his hand. And the person that I'm thinking about, a number of them, but I noticed that Representative Elliot Engel, taxocrat, enemy of America from uh, the People's Republic of New York, announced the morning of the president's speech that he wouldn't stand on the aisle of the House floor to shake President Donald Trump's hand ahead of the speech. And for... For the last, uh, I don't know, however it was, 10, 15 years, 20 years, Engel was known to get to the House floor 12 hours in advance to snag a coveted aisle seat so he could shake the hand of the president as he was coming down the aisle. Didn't do it. Said for the very first time, I'm not going to do it. I've long prided myself on working across the aisle to get things done for my constituents and the American people. That's what most people want. A government that grapples with tough issues in a constructive way. Who is he kidding? Who is he kidding? He doesn't want to work with the Republicans. He doesn't want to work with President Trump. He could care less. They are still little crybabies, little crybaby bitches, because they lost the election. Little snowflakes. We didn't get our way. We're going to jump up and down. I'm not going to. I'm not going to shake the president's hand. You look like a bunch of freaking juveniles. You look like a bunch of three-year-old babies. It was not only disrespectful. Look, I wasn't a Barack Obama fan. But if I happened to be somewhere and Obama came in, I'd shake his hand. At the same time, I'd say, Mr. President, I disagree with you. If you'd like to have a conversation about how Obamacare is terrible and how the, the business people in, the American, uh, in America, your policies are not benefiting them, you're hurting them, I'd be happy to do it. But I'd shake his hand and I'd be polite. Same thing with Bill Clinton, although I would shake with a glove because you never know where his hands have been. But nonetheless... You be polite. I've shaken hands of people, enemies, people I couldn't stand. Enemies of pleasure. But being cordial, being polite, it's just what you do. You don't have to pat them on the back. You don't have to be buddies. You see them, you say hello, you shake their hand. But for them to be like little spoiled babies, just absolutely pathetic. And as President Donald J. Trump was walking down the aisle, Pres or a representative, Debbie Brillopad Schultz, 
extremely ugly taxocrat from South Florida, and Keith Ellison, enemy of America, Minnesota, they both were sitting on the aisle at one of the tables. And they stood up when the president came in. They weren't really applauding, but they stood up. But I noticed something very interesting. They were both on the aisle. As the president made his way down, instead of shaking their hand, shaking his hand, looking at him, shaking, and he would have shaken their hands, they both looked away. They turned away, and they, they ended up going about seven, eight feet away from the aisle towards the center of where they were sitting, towards the center section, so that they wouldn't have to be next to President Trump. Juvenile, amateur, baby. And by the way, I must say, I really must say, Debbie Brillopad Schultz has never looked more ugly than I saw her on Tuesday evening. Her hair looked horrible. She had these little Mrs. Beasley glasses with these little, look like little Dutch shoe designs on there. Not attractive. She is just, you know what, she's just exactly what personifies a feminist. A, a woman that is unattractive, that can't get a man. Her husband must be a total wussified beta. Just nothing about her is attractive. The way she speaks, the way she dresses, the way she looks. And yeah, I'm being petty. I'm going after her. I could care less. I'm not politically correct. You all know that by now. 22 years, I don't give a damn. 22 years, I conduct conversational maneuvers and show maneuvers as your presenter in the way that I feel like it. If I offend some of you, too damn bad. I'm more than happy to hear from you. If you want to, you want to converse with me, if you want to tweet me on it, you want to email, I'm happy to hear it. I can engage in debate. Unlike the taxocrats, the Dems, the, the ultra-libs that are afraid, ooh, we can't shake his hand. We, we, we can't talk to him. Oh, no, 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 no. It is pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. And as President Donald Trump walked by, they basically turned away because they are cowards. They have no class. They are boors. They have no manners. Again, I hated Obama. I hated that son of a bitch. I hate that bastard today. I think he was the most destructive president in the history of this nation. He tried to destroy it from within. I hope I never hear from him, never see him. If he, if he walked off the end of a, uh, a, 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 of a building tomorrow, I'd be thrilled. Could give a damn about him. But if I saw him, if he was in front of me, I'd politely shake his hand. By the way, what, what's the deal? Valerie Jarrett's moving into their house. Talk about some threesome action going on. Oh, man, oh, man. A little bit on the odd side. I'm telling you, there's some threesome, weird, kinky stuff going on with Obama. That whole Valerie Jarrett dynamic. Would eat with him, stay with him. Now she's moving in with him. Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Guaranteed. Well, hey, listen, maybe he likes the little threesomes, but I got to tell you, if I had two choices of dames, Michelle Obama and Valerie Jarrett would definitely never be on my list. But I thought President Trump was great. Even the libs had to say, very presidential, look good. Then, of course, they went back to attacking him and to Sessions because, again, ooh, met with Russian operatives, met with an ambassador. Enough. The Dems are absolutely pathetic. When we come back, I'll tell you about President Donald Trump's first meal out in Washington, what he ordered, generating controversy there as well. If you miss any of the general show, you can catch up anytime with the Cigar Dave mobile app. Presented by Diamond Crown. Listen to the most recent show simply by opening the app with our continuous replay. Or you can download a podcast of a past show. Search Cigar Dave in the App Store to get it.
1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. The brand new Cigar Dave mobile app for both iPhone and Android devices is finally out. If you go right now, either to the iTunes Store or the Google Play Store, search for Cigar Dave and download our brand new app. It allows you to listen to the show live on your mobile device. You can listen to all of our podcasts. The last 10 podcasts are always available. Cigar Dave Daily Briefings. Additionally, it gives you direct access within the app to our Twitter page, our Facebook page. We also have the ability for you to call the show during the show right from the app, as well as send me a text message and an email. We also put in a couple of bonus items. You can get a weather uh, uh, alert as well as an alarm clock. It is the brand-new Cigar Dave mobile app. You can listen to the Cigar Dave show anytime, any place, anywhere. Go right now to the iTunes Store or Google Play Store and download the brand-new Cigar Dave mobile app. Patriotically made in the USA, America's alpha male-in-chief, Cigar Dave. Many times I receive emails, tweets, General, what's what's the music you're playing? I love the flamenco, the Spanish music. Well, this is Chico and the Gypsies. I use the Gypsy Kings, Chico and the Gypsies, Novomenco, Otmar Liebert, a whole bunch of them. Crank this up, Sergeant Steve. I just find this gets me tremendously in the mood when I'm enjoying my cigars and libations. All right. President Donald J. Trump took his first excursion out of the White House for an evening meal. First time out for dinner in Washington, S.C., Swamp of Columbia. And his first stop, venturing out to a dining establishment, was said to the Trump International Hotel, just about a mile away down Pennsylvania Avenue from the White House. And he had dinner at the BLT Prime Steakhouse. Now, I can't fault him for that, but of course, many people said, oh, Washington has so many great culinary choices. Why would you go to a steakhouse? Oh, so boring. I'd go to a steakhouse. I like steakhouses. You know what? In uh, New York, where he likes to dine, I'd rather go to Katz's Delicatessen and have a $15 pastrami sandwich with a 
potato pancake on the side and some coleslaw and some of the nice pickles on the table, rather than going for a $500 meal at per se, which is like an 88-course meal consisting uh, each course is one one zillionth of an ounce, you know, our first course today at per se, or I call it per so-so because it's so overrated, our first course will be rabbit balls with a flambe of goose pate. And the weight on this is one 168th of a quarter of an ounce. Honest to God, that's the kind of stuff you get. Our next course, course number two, will be a little sorbet. And this is exactly two drops in a spoon for quenching your palate. Our third course here at, at Persoso, this is a very unique. We've got some, we've got some bison hearts gently sautéed in maple butter with just a dollop of Norwegian whipped cream. The total weight on this, one 488th of an ounce. And you pay like 500 bucks. I'm serious. Not my thing. Give me a corned beef sandwich. Give me regular, give me some barbecue. Give me a good old-fashioned steak. I am far happier. President Donald J. Trump is the same thing. So, what did he order? In, and by the way, this came to us from the Washington Post, their food critic, I think. What did he order? A New York strip steak, $54 dry-aged steak. Okay, no problem. By the way, I made a great dry-aged steak on my grill with grill grates. Medium rare, beautiful. But there's a problem because he ordered it well done. Now, I used to, in my youth, my youth, when I was a youth, a youth I used to order well done. Because I like the char. Well, what I didn't realize is I learned in my later years, not so later, but a little bit after college, what Pittsburgh, you could still have a steak medium rare Pittsburgh style. And there's no question. Pittsburgh style for the char, medium rare. You get nice taste, nice and soft. Last night I made a, a steak, uh, a ribeye, and it wasn't done enough. I did it on my grill grates. I seared it one minute each side on a reverse grill grate, then two minutes wasn't done, so I covered the, uh, I put on my big grill, had all the BTUs going, covered it for about a minute and a half each side. It was overdone. It was a little tough, not good. My mouth is still hurting today because uh, some got caught between my teeth. Just not good. Rare never happens. Well, of course, people saying, oh, he ordered a steak, went to a steakhouse. How just blasé. Then he ordered it well done. That's how he likes it. That's how he likes it. And then here is the kicker. He ordered ketchup with the steak. So what? I like ketchup. I'll never forget. I went to a very fancy steakhouse. The steak was terrible. I ordered ketchup. The chef came. True story. The chef came out and he said, oh, I can't believe you're ruining it with my with ketchup. I said, well, if you'd make a decent steak, I wouldn't need the ketchup. You ruined it before it even came out. And he was very offended. I'm like, go F yourself. Give me a break. A lot of these chefs now think they're artistes, they're celebrities. Please, make the damn steak, cook it on a grill, serve it, and shut the hell up. I don't really want to hear from a celebrity chef, okay? Make my corned beef sandwich, make the steak, make my barbecue, and I'm a happy five-star. You need to add some alpha to your Facebook news feed. 
By following The General, you'll get the latest intel in the world of cigars, info on the show each week, and see what The General is smoking. Click like at Facebook.com slash Cigar Dave. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. How? What about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next. How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Now, who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yeah, it costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair, genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. America's Alpha Male with Nads of Steel, the General Cigar, Cigar Dave. Dave. I want to just follow up to the Trump about the story about President Donald J. Trump eating out for the first time. Went to the BLT Prime Steakhouse in the Trump International Hotel in Washington SC, Swamp of Columbia. Their meats, they're known for their dry-aged meats that are in, locked, or in, liner, in lockers lined with Himalayan salt and shimmering with butter. Now, one thing about Himalayan salt, this is very interesting. I've started using pink Himalayan salt. It's far better than regular salt. I even use that to salt my meat, although I'm sure Colonel Ange would say, nah, use the kosher salt. But it does a nice job. It's actually better for you. But they have these big Himalayan salt slabs. And you can actually put the meat on there and age it. Very, very nice touch, nice way. And uh, President Trump, on the way out, was photographed slipping a nice gratuity to one of the service members on his way out. Now, that's class. I have to tell you that there are, I know this for a fact, when it was Obama, Bush, numerous restaurants, whoever would, uh, would, would pay the bill, I don't know if it was how, how it worked, if the president, whoever was going with the president when he went down to various restaurants somebody would always pay the bill the president wouldn't take an american express or cash out of his pocket there's always somebody that would have the bill taken care of and they never got things comp they'd always pay leave a gratuity 
And many presidents said, oh, I don't even have cash. You know, I mean, Obama, you'd see, go and have cash. But I remember, I think it was President Bush or something didn't have cash on him one time. And he said his credit cards were locked away. To me, because you become president, in no way, shape, or form should you not have cash or have credit cards. But I thought, very classy move, even though I'm sure gratuity was left on the bill, or left on the, uh, on, on the credit card receipt for the service staff. President Trump took cash, and I'm sure it wasn't a $5 bill or 10 I'm sure he tipped the service worker or the service member very well. But class, that's what you do. And that's exactly what he did. Now, last week I mentioned to you when we were talking about the Salt Bay, the gentleman who is known for taking, uh, having a, a Turkish gentleman for having these steakhouses, and he pats the meat, he dances with the meat, he's an internet sensation, and he uses this special cobra move to douse the, not douse, but just dollop the steak, the meat, in salt. And he believes in salting the meat after it's cooked, not before. And one of the things I mentioned was, when you cook meat, you should always take it out. Colonel Ange always recommends, and I do this as well. I take it out now three, four, five hours before. I want it to get to room temperature after marinating it all night in the refrigerator. Let the pepper, let the salt, a little bit of onion powder that I like to use, let that all embed and marinate into the, into the cut of meat. And then four or five hours before, I like to take it out, slowly get it up to room temperature. I like that meat to be nice and soft, ready to go. Well, I had a, a, uh, a, 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 an alpha that disagreed with me on Twitter, and he said, General, you should always take the meat out cold and then slap it on to a hot grill. That's what really makes it work. No. I've done it the other way. I used to do it the old way. Coming right out of the refrigerator, I find now the meat is far more succulent, far more tender, far more tasty. When I bring it out of the refrigerator and let it come up to room temperature for four or five hours. Now, some people say, oh, you shouldn't keep meat out for more than an hour. I, I don't care. Haven't had any issues. Four, four hours to me is fine, even five hours. No problem. Get it to room temperature, cover it in foil, and then bring it right out, and you are good to go. But the nice thing is, to each his own. If the gentleman who tweeted me wants to do it cold, so be it. There's no right, there's no wrong way. And I think sometimes people get caught in and saying, well, I'm a purist. I only like cigars like this, and I only like whiskey like this, and I only like my steaks like this. Eat the meat. Smoke the cigar, drink the libation that's going to make you happy. Some people like Pittsburgh-style rare. Some, look, I've got friends that love meat mooing. Totally rare, not me. I like a medium rare. That's fine for me. So do what you want to do. Part of being an alpha is make your own decisions. Believe in yourself. Be confident in your decisions. What, what's the difference with beta males? Beta males are never confident. They're not confident. They ask everybody for people's approval. Well, what do you think I should do? What should I do? What do you think? Do you think I did the right thing? They're always looking for approval. I never do that. I'm an alpha. I stand tall and I say, I made my decision. Right or wrong, I'm going to stand by that decision. I'm going to, if it's right, great. If not, I'll learn from it and I will make a wiser decision next time. But I don't second guess. You can play that game all day. If you're an alpha male... Believe in yourself, make the decision, stand by the decision. If some people are offended, don't go apologizing. Don't immediately say, oh, I'm sorry that I offended you. I'm sorry that I said good morning to you because you're, you don't think it is a good morning. Drives me nuts. Have belief in yourself. 
I see so many people say, oh, I need to get a motivational book, a motivational speaker. You know what? Motivate yourself. Believe in yourself. And you don't need a motivational speaker. You don't need a book. You need the general. You need the global alpha male-in-chief. I will guide you. I will make sure that that testosterone flows through your bloodstream at high speed. You're not going to walk around slouched over looking like a sad, pathetic, beaten-up beta. Not going to happen. Now, one thing I thought that President Trump's speech on Tuesday in his joint address to Congress, I thought the ending was just fantastic. I thought his, his, his speech was motivational. It's very Reagan-esque. And in fact, I said, this will be the day where we will mark down and from hereafter, we will change from calling something Reagan-esque to Trump-esque. And I believe that his speech was well-delivered. I thought that many of the things that he said, I thought, had the same substance, but it was nuanced, it was massaged a little bit better. So sometimes, yes, it is what you say, but certainly how you say it. And I want to share the ending with you, because I just found to me that the end of his speech was very bright, was very optimistic, optimistic. It was, as I said, Reagan-esque, now Trump-esque, a Trump-esque. He said, think of the marvels we can achieve if we simply set free the dreams of our people. Cures to the illnesses that have always plagued us are not too much to hope. American footprints on distant worlds are not too big to dream. Millions lifted from welfare to work is not too much to expect. And streets where mothers are safe from fear, schools where children learn in peace, and jobs where Americans prosper and grow are not too much to ask. When we have all of this, we'll have made America greater than ever before for all Americans. This is our vision. This is our mission. But we can only get there together. We are one people with one destiny. We all bleed the same blood. We all salute the same great American flag. And we are all made by the same God. When we fulfill this vision, when we celebrate our 250 years of glorious freedom, we will look back on tonight as when this new chapter of American greatness began. The time for small thinking is over. The time for trivial fights is behind us. We just need the courage to share the dreams that fill our hearts, the bravery to express the hope that stirs our souls, and the confidence to turn those hopes and those dreams into action. From now on, America will be empowered by our aspirations, not burdened by our fears, inspired by the future, not bound by the failures of the past, and guided by our vision not blinded by our doubts. I'm asking all citizens to embrace this renewal of the American spirit. I am asking all members of Congress to join me in dreaming big and bold and daring things for our country. I am asking everyone watching tonight to seize this moment. Believe in yourselves, believe in your future, and believe once more in America. Thank you, God bless you, and God bless these United States. By God, I should be president. I know one thing, 
I most certainly should be governor of the state of Florida, and I very well may run for the job of governor of the state of Florida. You think it's a joke? Think again. Inspirational. That's exactly the outcome, the outtake that I took from that speech. Many of the things he said, same exact that he was saying on the campaign trail, but he massaged them. He nuanced them. He protected them. He surrounded them with a joyful blanket of warm words. Even the libs, even the Dems had to agree and say, oh, that's the moment he became presidential. And I'm saying the same thing to you as alphas. Believe in yourself. Be big. Be bold. Don't ask others for approval. Do what you want. So we went from a little bit of a sidetrack from talking about eat steak, eat, smoke the cigar you want, drink the libation. But it all is relevant. It's all parallel. The case easily can be made from one thing to another. Believe as an alpha that you have confidence. Even if you're not 100% sure, act sure. Act confidence. Act confident. Act as if you know for sure. Have that little thought in your head that say that says to yourself, I have balls of steel. I am like the global alpha. I'm like the global alpha male in chief. I'm not afraid to dream big. I believe in myself, and I believe what I'm doing is right. I'm going to start acting alpha, living alpha, breathing alpha, exuding alpha, being alpha. God bless the great alphas in these United States of America. Get the latest cigars hand-picked by the general each month, delivered straight to your door. When you join the Cigar Dave Officers Club for just $22.95 a month, you'll receive three premium cigars in a customized Ziploc Cigar Dave pouch. To join, go to CigarDave.com. As a cigar connoisseur, one of the pleasures that we derive is walking into our retailer's humidor and seeing the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Nine years ago, I had the idea that I wanted to share great cigars with the cigar lieutenants. So, the Officers Club was born. Every month, you will receive three fantastic premium cigars direct to your door, shipped in a very dapper Officers Club customized Ziploc cigar pouch. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. No long-term contracts. You can cancel whenever you want. You enjoy great cigars right to your door. Names like Perdomo, Diamond Crown, Brickhouse, San Latano, Rocky Patel, Torano, CAO, Avo, Camacho, Greycliffe, and many more. Join the Officers Club today. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and for $22.95, you'll get the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Hi, this is Rocky Patel. I'm here with my brother Nish and my cousin Nimish, and we're talking cigars. Guess what? They want me to vote on what my favorite cigar is. It's tough, but I'm going to go with the Decade. I love it. It's rich, decadent, and smooth. Rocky, you know what? The Decade's a great cigar, but the 15th anniversary, that's the cigar. That celebrated your 15 years in business, and I got to tell you, 
It's my favorite. You know what, Nish and Rocky, you both are wrong. The best cigar is Freedom by Rocky Patel. This cigar delivers a lot of spice, a lot of flavor, and in my opinion, it's the best cigar we make. As usual, we can't agree. But guess what? There's a great cigar for everyone. I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General Warning. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. the gates of pleasure it's the general cigar final and concluding segment of another award-winning edition of the cigar dave show we of course will make it count some cigar items that i would like to get to cigar news we talked last week with nestor placencia jr of placencia cigars placencia tobacco and one of the cigars they are working on, or they have worked on, they, uh, they do make the Monte Cristo Espada, and they've worked with Altadas USA on some new cigar blends, some, some uh, collaborations. And their latest collaboration, first ever, Romeo y Julieta Nicaraguan Cigar. It is the Romeo 505 Nicaragua. It was uh, initially introduced uh, mid-summer, but... It is making its official launch. It was really very sporadic, but now in February or in March, you will see the Nicaragua or the Romeo 505 across the country, cigar retailers coast to coast. Distributed by Altadas USA, the new line is unique because it is the only Romeo y Julieta made in Nicaragua solely from Nicaraguan tobacco. So it is a Nicaraguan puro, Nicaraguan wrapper, Nicaraguan binder. Nicaraguan filler. It uses a Nicaraguan Cuban seed wrapper and binders, uh, both from the Jalapa growing region. The filler is a combination of Nicaraguan tobaccos from Esteli, Condega, and Jalapa. And how do they name the Romeo 505? The Romeo 505. What does 505 signify? It is the area code for Nicaragua. 505 is the Nicaraguan area code. When I was up in Buffalo, and we were all up for the Alpha Pleasure Fest on the river last summer. We all went, or maybe the summer before, we went to a a big sports bar right next to the uh, arena in downtown Buffalo called The 716. And The 716, great place, by the way. Great, great restaurant, great sports bar, huge TVs. Got to get one for the man cave, for the Pleasure Palace. But 716 refers to the area code. So the 505, the Romeo 505 refers to Nicaragua's area code. It comes in four box press sizes, a Robusto 5.5 inches in length with a 50 ring gauge or 50 64ths of an inch, a Toro 6x52, Big Churchill 7x50, and a Pyramid 6.5x54, suggested retail for the Romeo 505 between $10 and $10.75. Now, this is the third cigar that the Placencias have made for Altadas. In 2014, they made the Monte Cristo Espada, then they made the Monte Cristo Estoque in 2015, and now they're making the Monte Cristo, correction, the Romeo 505. A fuller-flavored cigar, much different than the other Romeo y Julietas, 
but a medium to fuller flavored cigar, the new Romeo 505. Now, on taxation, as you know, those of us that enjoy cigars, we have been the brunt of taxes. We have been the brunt of the enemies of pleasure, the enemies of thought, you name it. Well, some good news. North Dakota, oh, you betcha. North Dakota was considering there was a bill that uh, was on the floor of the House of Representatives that would have raised the tobacco purchasing age from 18 to 21. Good news. It died 68 to 22 uh, several weeks ago in the North Dakota House of Representatives. So if you're an adult at 18, you can serve your nation. You can vote, smart enough to vote, smart enough to join the uh, military, die for your country. In North Dakota, you're also smart enough to be able to decide whether or not you want to purchase and enjoy a fine cigar. Now, up in the crumbling empire state of New York, Governor Andrew Cuomo, another prize, another winner. I'm almost shocked that I'm going to be talking about this story. New York, for many, many years, had a 75% excise tax on the wholesale cost of a cigar. 75%. Huge. Well, a number of the cigar manufacturers sued the state. It was a long process saying that their methodology was incorrect. And guess who won? The cigar manufacturers and the cigar retailers won. So now the effective tax is considerably lower. The the official rate is 75%, but they use an adjustment ratio clause that was enacted in 2013, which gives retailers the option to calculate the wholesale price using a certain formula, which brings the effective tax rate to 28.5%. Still excessive. Still way too high. Well, Governor Cuomo wants to replace the current large cigar tax rate with a 45-cent flat tax on every large cigar sold in New York State. That is good news. Far less than what consumers are paying even at the 28.5% of wholesale level. So that is a good news. Under current taxes, a $10 cigar with a $5 wholesale price would have a $1.40 excise tax. If Cuomo's budget should pass, and it usually does because basically it's the Speaker of the House, the President of the Senate, and Cuomo that all get together in closed-door session, unlike in Florida where everything has to be done in the sunshine out in the open, they'll probably pass that. The tax will go from $1.40 using a $10 cigar example to 45 Sense. By comparison, a $1 cigar with a 50 cent wholesale price has an excise tax of 14 cents at the current rates. In this case, a 45 cent flat tax would be an increase. So it would hit mass market consumers fairly hard. They should probably have two categories really for the tax, but that is what it is. So the current tax structure, according to the uh, New York State Department of uh, Taxation, which is a result of litigation, has resulted in revenue losses. So therefore, they believe having this flat tax will increase the amount taken. And they're probably right, because people now, instead of going to Pennsylvania and online uh, and other states, they will buy their cigars, and it will be a benefit to local cigar retailers, to cigar retailers that employ people, that pay taxes, that do business in their own communities. It would be actually a good thing. All right, a couple of proposals that are on Various state houses' agendas to increase the taxes on premium cigars. First, in Tennessee, two bills, 
and the Tennessee General Assembly that would raise the taxes on premium cigars. First is a House Bill 1364, a Senate Bill 876 would increase the rate of taxation on premium cigars to 17% of the wholesale cost. Big campaign now, grassroots campaign to tell the two senators, the House members of the House and Senate, uh, who introduced this legislation, who sponsored this legislation, no way. And ironically, gee, what a surprise. The member of the state house, the representative and the state senator in Tennessee, Senator Lee Harris, Senator or Representative Bo Mitchell, both taxocrats, enemies of working Americans, enemies of business, enemies of fairness. What a shock. But, you know, it's not just the taxocrats. We've got to watch the Republicans as well. One thing I want to say about these Republicans that I've got to, I've got to say about this. The Republicans would do well to listen to this global alpha and this global general. Because I've never seen a case where sometimes they get a little bit of backlash or a little criticism and they roll over like wussified betas. It is indeed pathetic. Grow a set, you Republicans. If not, I suggest you resign and let's get some alphas in there that aren't going to roll over at the first sign of trouble. Have conviction, have nads of steel. Lieutenants, as always, I leave you with the following. Mayor Humanor always be full. Mayor Cutter always be sharp. Mayor Ashby, extra, extra long. Semper Delictatio. Always pleasure. Long live the Alpha. Make America great again. Believe in your alphaness. Believe in yourself. Have the confidence and courage in your Alpha convictions. Don't roll over. Don't be a wussified beta. Make this global general and global alpha male proud.